I'd like to delve into a subject that can be touchy and extremely powerful when we can see how it plays out in our lives and the lives of those around us. It is something that as we create more awareness around it, it can ease our suffering. Let's dive in to expectations. Hi, I'm Brenda Reese, freedom and forgiveness coach and a person just like you that is learning to navigate life and all of its challenges. I teach a forgiveness process like no other. It's a blend of practical and spiritual forgiveness. This process guides you into knowing how unforgiveness can be keeping you stuck in your relationships, both personally and professionally, and how it prevents you from releasing resentment and finding joy. Each week, I share practical and some not-so-practical tips, tools, and advice from myself and other people that are on this journey just like us. This is for you if you are ready to turn your pain into peace. Welcome to the Forgive Yourself Podcast. I want to chat with you about expectations and the pain of judgment of unmet expectations in a way that we can be aware of them and learn to manage them. Now first, I'd like to start off with an idea of what an expectation is. We can look at expectations as being a set of beliefs, um, hopes, and assumptions that a person has about a particular situation or another person. These beliefs can be based on personal experiences, social norms, cultural factors, and other external influences. Expectations can range from small things like expecting a friend to call after a missed call, or to larger things like expecting a romantic partner to be faithful and loyal. Expectations can play a significant role in shaping our behaviors and attitudes towards others and can sometimes lead to disappointment or frustration when they are not met. So, okay, we all have expectations of other people, whether it's our friends, family, or colleagues. We're human for Pete's sake. So these expectations can be conscious or unconscious and can be influenced by our upbringing, cultural norms, and personal experiences, as I talked about in that definition of what an expectation is. But what happens when our expectations aren't met? Well, we become disappointment. Excuse me. Erase that. We become disappointed, frustrated, and resentful towards that person or group of people. So here are three reasons why people have unmet expectations of each other. Number one, it's because they haven't communicated them effectively. Hmm. Sometimes we assume that the other person knows what we want or need without actually telling them. Okay, how many of you have done this one? No judgment, I'm raising my hand. This leads to misunderstandings and disappointment. And oh my gosh, do I know this one well. Now it's important to communicate our expectations clearly and openly so that the other person knows exactly what we are hoping for, okay? The number two reason for an unmet expectation is that we may have an unrealistic expectation of the other person. 
Okay, for example, we may expect our partner to read our minds or always be available for us. Okay, I can't tell you uh, how long it took me to get the hang of this one. I think I spent the first two, nope, I think all three marriages before expecting my former husbands to know what I wanted, needed, and I was thinking. So I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm laughing about this now because I see how crazy it was to have the expectation. And of course, it was going to be unmet. They couldn't do anything without me telling them what I needed. So my hope is that you don't take my laughter wrong, is I can laugh about this now, which is good. At the time, oh my Lord, it was painful because I wasn't aware of it. And I had that belief that a partner should be able to read my mind and be there to fill all my needs and all those stories that I had around it to justify it. It's important for us to recognize that everyone has their own limitations and it's not fair to expect someone to be something or someone that they are not, especially ourselves. And the number three reason for an unmet expectation is that we may have different values or priorities than the other person. An example would be we may value punctuality while our partner or friend may value flexibility. Okay. <clears throat> Speaking of punctuality. Okay. My husband isn't driving now due to the dementia. And so me and my granddaughter and her partner who are living here with us are taking him to his appointment. Now I had dropped him off this day and my granddaughter's partner was picking him up. And he said to her, I'm so glad you are punctual. Unlike my wife who is late most of the time. Okay, <laughs> I have to laugh about this one because there used to be a time when that would have really bothered me. I would have taken it so personally and it would have hurt me and we would have had a conversation <laughs> about me proving my point. But today I know that it's not true because I am not late most of the time. Yet for him, it seems that way. And I'm not going to change his idea or his thoughts around it. I get to accept his thinking, and I also get to know my truth. So it's really helpful to understand and respect these differences and not expect the other person to change their values or priorities to match our own. In the forgiveness world, or in the radical forgiveness world, the pain of unmet expectations is described like this. You disempower yourself when you judge others or have expectations about them, especially someone you are in relationship with. So who are we to say that they should be any different than they are now? Our need for people to be different is based in fear. That's where the pain comes from. Fear can be resistance to what is as is, and love can be acceptance of what is as is. Since we can't see the bigger picture, we can call it a spiritual picture or the bigger picture, it's impossible to know why people behave like they do. They may be present in our life only to teach us acceptance and to drop our need to control them. Accepting them as they are is the key to releasing the pain associated with judgment and expectations. Now, this is a tough one. 
I told you this is going to be a touchy conversation, so bear with me a little bit, okay? So when you are able to let another just be the way they are and drop your need for them to be different, you will be uplifted and liberated from the burden you've been carrying, and they will be free to change when they are ready. Now, because we are human, we're going to judge others, and we're going to have expectations of them. But those thoughts don't need to control us. When we have greater awareness, we can learn to be more accepting and tolerant and humble, so we can truly say, maybe we are more alike than different in our humanness. Now, okay, before getting really upset with me, this is not to say that we allow people to abuse us or mistreat us. Please hear me on that. If someone in your life is not treating you with respect and love, and they do not respond to your acceptance of them being just the way they are, the lesson for you may be to set boundaries and even leave the relationship. It doesn't serve you or them to stay, hoping they will change. Now, a story around this is... You, you may have heard my story of my last ex and how I finally had to leave that relationship because it was becoming detrimental to my well-being and his. I had expectations of him to love me the way I wanted to be loved and treated. Mm, and he wasn't able to do it. And I wasn't able to give him the space that he needed to handle his emotions the way he knew how because I was in fear that he wouldn't love me and he would leave me and all this anxiousness. So I was codependent and needy and more of that anxious attachment, and he would push me away because he had more of the avoidant attachment style. Do you see this vicious cycle we were in? As I was able to do more of my inner work, it became apparent that this would not get better with me being in this relationship. And it took everything I had to leave. And I'm so glad now that I did, because we both had our own journeys to go through after that, and we wouldn't be able to be friends today if I would have stayed. It would have gotten worse. This was me learning to be an acceptance of who he was and who I was, and what we were both capable of or not capable of at the time, and that I needed to move on. And the other piece of accepting what we both were capable of was seeing what part of his behavior was a mirror for me. Like, where did that codependence come from? Why was it coming up in me? Why did I not stand up for myself? Where did these expectations of him come from? Okay my beliefs, that I hadn't known I had because they were buried inside me. So that goes back to the mirror. So as a reminder of what I mean by relationships being a mirror, uh, I know we've talked about this in another episode, but the mirror is really valuable and key in relationships. In fact, that's what relationships are for. They help mirror back for us the things that we have buried inside of us, those unconscious beliefs that we can't see unless we see it outside of ourselves. If I'm angry at someone for being dismissive, if I'm honest and self-aware, I might discover that I've been dismissive to others. What's bothering me is my own behavior just as much as the other person's. 
Now, in the forgiveness work, we look at what bothers us in someone else is something we have denied, repressed, and rejected about ourselves. That's the unconscious belief part. When I can learn to see the pattern, then I can do the process to find the belief that is running the pattern, like we learned to do in my self-forgiveness course. This helps me come to a place of understanding, and I can move forward rather than sit in my own anger and confusion, which causes unproductivity in all areas of my life. Because when we are angry or running heightened emotions, we can't be present, can we? Now, please, keep in mind that it's not always an exact mirror. Mm, it's more like a, like a funhouse mirror for those of us old enough to remember those. <laughs> so do you remember the ones that are a mirror that, you know, when you stood in front of it, it made you look either taller or shorter or whiter or thinner? It's like that, not an exact mirror. So some examples of this mirror could be, someone says mean things to you or to other people, it really bothers you. The mirror would be, where are you saying mean things to yourself? And again, we can say, where are you saying mean things to other people? Because we're all human. We all do these things. Another example is you think that a certain person should love and accept you for who you are. Okay. We have that expectation. But what we want to do is we want to look at where are you not loving and accepting yourself for who you are? Or where are you hiding yourself? And another one is maybe it's comparison. You are looking at other people doing the same type of business as you or job, and you are thinking they are building a fantastic business and they look all put together and all the time and they are so creative. And okay, this was mine in all honesty. First, you can't notice it if you didn't have the ability to do that for yourself. This I know to be true. Secondly, where are you not feeling you are enough or maybe running the fear of success pattern? Or who told you that success was bad? And what is your definition of success? Looking at relationships as mirrors can be truly powerful. And when we can do it through the lens of love for ourselves instead of beating ourselves up, it changes our perception of who we are and who we see others as. Now back to unmet expectations. How do we learn to be more accepting and tolerant? How do we manage unmet expectations? First, we need to be aware of our own expectations and recognize when they may be real, unrealistic or unreasonable. We can then communicate our expectations clearly and openly giving the other person the opportunity to meet them. And if our expectations aren't met, it's important to have a conversation with the other person to understand why and see if there's a compromise that can be made. A two-way conversation in expectations is key. It's also important to be mindful of the expectations we have of ourselves. Sometimes we can be our harshest critics and set unrealistic expectations for what, who we are and what we can do, which can then bleed into our relationships and the expectations we have of others. 
So it's really important to be kind to yourself and recognize that you're only human and that we all make mistakes and that in the bigger picture that we aren't able to see, maybe we are more alike than we think. So I have an exercise for you that'll be a download, and it's an Understanding Your Expectations worksheet. And in this worksheet, you're going to answer some questions. It's going to take a little thought, but it's talking about what an expectation is, having you think about someone with whom you are having an expectation. So whether it be your spouse, your mother, father, or how they are a mother or father, if you have kids together, if a life partner how they are as a financial contributor, emotional contributor. Maybe it's a friend that you are th- working on about someone you're having an expectation with or an unmet expectation. The second thing you're going to answer is what do they actually provide? And then what have you done that bridges that gap between what you expect and what they do provide? Has it worked? Is it really feasible? And then the fourth thing is what new actions or behaviors or attitudes could you adopt that are based upon what really happens and not what you expect? And then what are the benefits of that? And then if you aren't willing to change your expectations, do you know why? Do you know where that comes from? What beliefs and patterns? And then the last thing is, is what expectations do you have of yourself? So this worksheet will be really helpful in really kind of refining how you feel about people and yourself in these expectations. And in closing, I want to say that having expectations of others is natural, but it's important to communicate them effectively, recognize when they may be unrealistic, and be open to compromise if you want to be. And the flip side is also being able to know when the other person is not willing to accept you for who you are and continues to have expectations of you without communication or compromise. By managing our expectations and being mindful of our own limitations and those of others, we can build stronger and healthier relationships with those around us. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, would you do me a favor and share this episode and then follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss one episode of the Forgive Yourself podcast, where every Friday you will get tips, tools, and stories so that you can turn your pain into peace. Take care.